It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com, and I am at the My Grill by Chef Alan Hess at the Waikoloa Beach Resort Golf Clubhouse. It's such a great setting, a beautiful morning. I'm with Kevin Ganoza, the head PGA pro here at Waikoloa Beach and King's Golf Course. And Kevin, thanks for joining me. Good morning, Emily. How are you? I'm well. I, uh, you know, there's so much golf activity going on this month. We've got the Mitsubishi Electric Championship coming up. And then following on the heels uh, is the Amar Ari, February 1st through the 4th, which is a Wednesday through a Saturday. All the, what, top Pac-12 teams coming to play at Waikoloa Beach Resort? Yeah, you know, we got the Amar Ari coming up uh, early, uh, early February. Got a bunch of Pac-12 teams coming in and great teams. We've got the defending champions uh, from NCAA Champions Oregon uh, coming back this year for, again, the 26th year that they're coming back. So uh, we've got some ex- great, exciting times and you know, great start to the Aloha Swing out here in, on the Big Island. Well, the Amarari, it's uh, hosted by the University of Hawaii Hilo Vulcans golf team under coach Earl Tamiya. And you played for the University of Hawaii. You've played, you played in the event. Now you're the, the professional at the course where this event is celebrated. It's one of the top collegiate events. It's considered one of the most fun. Also very competitive, but the, the participants rated it as, of course, one of the nicest events for them to come across country and be in Hawaii for the Amarari. But some of your memories of having played in the event. Oh, I mean, that was uh, a number of years ago. It was always a great experience playing out here, you know, with some of the top top collegiate players. Uh, you know, back in the day was, you know, whether it be Tiger Woods, uh, Matt Kuchar, uh, and Noro Bigay guys. I mean, it was always great uh, to see them out here and what they were playing back in the college days and kind of seeing where they are now and, and being successful. Uh, you got Casey Martin, who's used to play with Tiger Woods back in Stanford and now as a coach for University of Oregon. So it's great to see all the success that comes out of here. Well, speaking of, of Casey Martin, of course, Sean Maikawa, who grew up in your junior golf program out here at Waikoloa Beach Resort, ended up going and playing under Coach Casey Martin of his college career. He had a scholarship, and he turned professional. And I bet it's, you know, there's other people. You and I were just talking about the Hawaii State Open last month at, at the Manalani, the Aloha Section PGA hosted, and you were there helping them. That was nice on a very rainy day. They, they sure, I could see that you were all very busy, but uh, one of the players that I played with in the Pro-Am was Nick Mason, who won the Hawaii State Open. He qualified for the U.S. Open a couple of years ago, and he and I got talking. I didn't know he went to the University of, of Hawaii at Hilo, and he said that uh, Earl Tamiya was a huge influence on him, and I happened to, I Googled Nick, and one of the comments he made when he qualified for the U.S. Open was, as he sat in his hotel room, he started the U.S. Open. He thought about his long journey and pointed to a major influence in his life. U of H Hilo golf coach Earl Tamiya, the only one who offered him a scholarship. I have a lot of love for U of H Hilo golf team and Coach Earl. I wouldn't be where I am today without Earl and not playing in the U.S. Open. And Coach Earl, he's, he's impacted a lot of lives, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah totally. I'm over the last 20-plus years, I mean, he's impacted a number of players. And the, the interesting thing about Coach is... When you know when while Nick says it, he, that nobody else gave him a chance, you know, uh, Coach Tamiya will take a, a an average player, a C player, and make him into an A player, and and that's just credit to him and his coaching style. Well, I think a, another um, testimonial to that is how many of the players as they graduate do well. I mean, I noticed it at the Hawaii State Open. Several of his graduate, Corey Kazuma, uh, Chris, who was a senior, graduated. Uh, I can't remember Chris's last name. Uh, Shimomura. Shimomura. Uh, and I think his brother Kevin would probably might have been out there as well. Yeah, they're all moving on. Dale and Yamauchi. Uh, they're, you know, that's a testimonial to Earl's preparation for them, and they all have nothing but nice things to say about the foundation that he gives them in college, their discipline. And on that note, over the last few days, I've been coming over to practice here at the Waikoloa Kings Course, which I, I love your practice range and your guest attendance. They're they share a lot of aloha. They're really great about it. And they, uh, I, I met a, a young man. He had a, his Hilo uh, golf bag from the U of H Hilo. Got talking to he <clears throat> and his father. His name is uh, Taylor Patrick. And it turns out he's a freshman at U of H Hilo. And 20 years ago, they lived at the Vistas. And they grew up. He learned playing golf. He said his son used to run out onto the ninth green at the beach course every evening and chip and putt and that's how he started to learn how to play golf and he's now the number two player at U of H Low and and uh, just some comments about that 
Yeah, you know, Taylor's actually a great kid out there. You know, he came over from uh, the States uh, playing his fresh, freshman year out here at UH. Uh, I, I, I faintly recall him kind of coming out when he was really young. You know, the beach course, you had the putting green, chipping green, everything was right there. So you always had a little, you know, a lot of people come walking in from the, the condos of the vistas and then coming out to chip and putt, goof off over there. So, you know, I do remember faintly that there was a, there was a little young one that, that always came running around. And it's, it's nice to see them grow up and come back and, you know, retain the sport and, you know, make a success out of it. Well, they live in Vancouver now, and his dad is with them this week. And they just said they're so delighted that, that Nick is part of the U of H Hilo team and that, that history of growing up, you know, by vacations is when they came over here at the time when he was a kid. It's uh, Kevin Ganoza we're talking with, the head PGA pro at the Waikoloa Beach and Kings course. Uh, a lot of activity here all the time. Just want to remind everybody, family golf day still going on? Yeah, we got family golf days. We're doing a year-round program, so it's after 3.30. Uh, it's a great time to get the kids out, introduce them to the game in a non-threatening type of environment. Uh, nine holes over the Kings course. It's a great time to just get out there, you know, free clubs, go out there, whack them away. Well, that's what's nice about it. A family can arrive in Hawaii. They don't have to bring their golf clubs. The kids get uh, complimentary uh, junior Nike clubs, and the adult that they're with plays for $50. Uh, so it's a, just enough. Nine holes is great for a family, and you can see the families like it. They get out in the driving range as well before they go out. Also, I see, uh, you know, I might mention this, you know, this clubhouse, you always do such a nice job with your signage and presentation. you got a nice uh, sign out here in the... Uh, what do you call this, Rotunda? Rotunda. Rotunda. It's just such a great setting with some benches and everything. But you've got your uh, multi-round uh, packages. And I talk to people on the driving range that really like that. They, tell, they say, oh, I'm playing the Kings today and the Beach tomorrow. And I'm, you know, we're coming out again on the third day. So talk about the multi-round packages. You know, benefit of having two great courses here in Waikoloa. We've got the Beach course and the Kings course. So and the only way to take advantage of playing the... Uh, playing both courses is to use the multi-round package, which is a great, uh, great way to get experience for for the two courses. So for two rounds of golf, you know, it'll start at two eighteen. Three rounds of golf will be two ninety nine, and then for four rounds of golf, our best value is three seventy five, which brings it down to about ninety three dollars a round. So you can't go wrong with that. And they get to stop at the driving range and hit balls and just enjoy all the amenities here. My Grill is open for dinner Thursday through Saturday. And uh, wonderful breakfasts. It's really nice to be able to find a place that has an outdoor cafe. That's where we're sitting right now uh, at the My Grill here at the golf clubhouse at the Waikoloa Beach Resort on the Kohala Coast. And uh, lots of places to go shopping, the Queen's Marketplace, lots of entertainment. If your rest of the family isn't, aren't golfers, uh, there's plenty that they can do. You know, we were talking earlier about some people, uh, Doug Oakey and his father, Wally, from uh, 808 Electric, uh, how supportive they are with golf events on the island. And I think his son, or uh, Doug's daughter. Yeah, her, his daughter, uh, Kaylee, is out here uh, quite a bit, too. So they're great, great supporters of golf, and I uh, look forward to seeing Kaylee grow up and uh, uh, impacting the game of golf out here. And I think both of us would concur that it really is fun to, you know, we have our friends and then we start to see their, their, their children grow up and become junior golfers and become good players with the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association. One of them is uh, Ka- uh, Kylie. Uh, you're, he's a beverage salesman. His uh, little son plays this five years old. Do you, do you know who I'm speaking of? Na- Nakamura, I think it is. But anyway, Blake Blake, 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 yeah. Yeah, everybody knows Blakey. Blakey is a five-year-old out here, golf phenom. He's just a, a, a camera bug, so you can see him on Facebook, uh, Instagram. He's all over the place. I've got tons of pictures of him with uh, Hale and Sally Irwin and Tom Watson and uh, they, all those players at the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai have gotten to know Blakey pretty well. So um, some last thoughts, Kevin, about out here at Waikoloa Beach Resort and uh, maybe the Kings Club. I see you're featuring on your Facebook page. encourage everybody to go to the Waikoloa Beach and Kings Facebook page. You feature all the time the Kings Club units, which I think is important. I direct my friends to those units if they're golfers. It's a great way to rent a condo at Waikoloa Beach Resort and avail themselves of some great golf rates. Yeah, if you're looking for some long-term stays here in Waikoloa Beach Resort, we've got some great condos uh, that offer great discounts for golf, anywhere from $50 for the Kings course to $75 for the beach course. So if you rent those units, you get those rates, and they're a great opportunity to, for some long-term stay over here at Waikoloa. And uh, great golf as well. 
So check out their Facebook page at Waikoloa Beach Resort and the website. And once again, February 1st through the 4th, which is a Wednesday through Saturday, top uh, intercollegiate Division One players out here at Waikoloa Beach Resort for the Amaari Intercollegiate Invitational. Uh, Waikoloa uh, Beach Resort does a wonderful job of hosting along with the University of Hawaii Hilo and Coach Earl Tamiya. The players are just uh, so hospitable to the other players that come from across the country. And um, just, uh, gosh, the volunteers, too, that come. And Coach Ron Takahashi and Earl's son, he helps out, too, right? Yeah, Coaching? Troy's out here quite a bit. Troy's out here quite a bit. So, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's always helped to get uh, the extra support for their swings and mental game. And it's a free event. People come out and watch, and uh, you can't believe how good these these players are. And they are the future PGA Tour stars. And I might just mention, um, you know, I was with a group of people talking about Coach Earl, and they were talking about, gosh, when he retires, it's going to be really tough to keep that program going the way he's done it. Some of the, the things that he's so good at, he, he has good contacts, he encourages the players. You know, having played for him, what, what, what did you take away from playing under Coach Earl? Uh, you know, a lot of things. I mean, I wouldn't be here without Coach, Coach Earl today. So, you know, whether it be his integrity, uh, just the winning spirit, just just encompasses what who he is and he, what he can display to others. And uh, it's been fun to watch you in your career. You started at the Waikoloa Beach Resort 20-some 20, 20 years ago. Was it, I don't know how long that was. But I know, it's getting longer, longer and longer yeah. every year. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you've been here a long time and, and contributed an awful lot, and it's always a pleasure to talk with Kevin Ganoza at Waikoloa Beach Resort, head PGA pro, and his wonderful staff. Uh, by the way, uh, Waikoloa, Waikoloa logo, the only place you can get the logo wear and as right here in the golf shop at Waikoloa Beach Resort. So Jordan and Becky and everybody in here in the shop and uh, the Waikoloa logo where I, everybody walks out of this place with a bag in their hand. Absolutely. you got to get that logo out here. The Nampaka logo is a symbolic of, of Waikoloa Beach Resort and the history of what we have here. Okay, Kevin, thanks a lot. Uh, enjoy your day, this beautiful, sunny, wonderful day. We both, uh, I'm sure we've... I'm grateful that uh, Lucky We Live Hawaii. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. And I am at Queen's Marketplace at uh, Bike Works Beach and Sport on the uh, Kohala Coast at Waikoloa Beach Resort. I caught up with Grant Miller. Grant and Janet Higa Miller are the owners of Bike Works Beach and Sport and Bike Works Kona and uh, Kona Beach and Sports. And I was looking at a picture the other day. Grant, thanks for joining me. Hey, aloha. I grabbed him for a few minutes out of the shop because he's heading for a run, but I looked at a picture the other day from my trip in New Zealand when you set me up with the bike. This goes back uh-huh. like 25 years or 20 years ago. Yeah, and my panniers still. and my yeah. mountain bike. And I you just went, thought... Of, did, you, did you go by yourself? Or was I went with some you? friends of mine who were yeah. from New Zealand that had been at University of the Nations and yeah, they moved back yeah. to New Zealand okay. and month long and I haven't looked at those pictures forever That's and sweet. I I looked at them and I thought wow I've had a lot of experiences because of Grant and him <laughs> nice. opening a, a bike shop on the Big Island of Hawaii back 26 years ago right yeah yeah so um, a lot coming up but I just want to make a quick note I I wanted to talk with uh, Malik Mariano who's one of your staff members yeah. And uh, kind of part-time right now because he's at college. He's in college. He's here for like two weeks for Christmas break, I guess. And uh, it's good to have him back in the shop. And um, I got to ride with him for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and that's about it. That's all I've seen him. Well, but, um, yeah. What, so. well, what were you feeling as he comes back for, for during the holiday and works with you and stuff? What do you, you look back of when he started working with you? Yeah, we. it's just... Um, I don't know. Maybe since we haven't, my wife and I haven't had kids, it's fun to see a young adult grow up through the shop. So, um, but yeah, it's great to have him back, and um, he keeps changing so fast. It's, it's well, that's amazing. what I thought so. yesterday when I walked in. I saw him. He was stacking shoes and and you know really working the stock. And I thought, wow, he just looks so confident. Um, you know, as as a someone who's working in the shop. That's but, true. But when he first started, he wasn't quite that way. Yeah, so, and I'm looking at James here. What's no, James' last name? 
Oh, going in yes. and out of the door yeah. here with his working as a mechanic and yeah. I'm so I that's what drew me back to come wanting to talk to, to right. Malik was that I was a retailer I still hear from people from 35 years ago who write me notes or you know put it on Facebook you taught me something when I worked for you and I've watched people grow up working for you right. and that's right. pretty cool so Malik yeah. when I met him a few years ago he was just becoming a cyclist and uh I loved his story. I'm going to catch up with him before he goes back to school. But he was, a, you know, skinny kid that yeah. you know got into the Wave Riders Triathlon Club. Didn't like running. Didn't really like swimming. Decided to stick with his cycling, and it's just been wonderful to see. He's now riding yeah. national championships. He said he's going to be going next summer to a lot of turn, a lot of uh, cycling a lot of races. events. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's amazing to see how far he's come. But you, I mean, it's the support, you know, and that's what's fun because you, you know, were really mentoring him and giving him sponsorships back a couple of years ago to help him do these things and right. i just really wanted to acknowledge that how much that cool. it can make a difference in somebody's life yeah and uh i'm sure you'll hear from him years from now <laughs> saying thank you because i know i love it when i, I hear from the tour de france all yeah i mean i had here. somebody send me something a tweet the other day that said thank you very emily we used to walk down to your store from cash tech and they were listed in the 100 best software uh, things most innovative nice. out of New York th- yeah, the other day, sweet. and I, I matched it up. And wow. you know, they used to walk down to my store after they were in school. So I just acknowledge how important we can be as employers or mentors and everything in people's life, just whether it's junior golf society, or bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. <laughs> and, and in many ways, you did that for me because you encouraged me to ride my mountain bike and get my panniers and take that, take that trip. And I just really appreciate that cool. a lot. But I wanted to just talk about some things going on. I saw. A picture of you and four or five guys the other day on the Levo, the Levo, Levo bike that right. you let me ride right. here on the lava a few months back. It's Talk about that because I can see where that can become kind of a mainstream, a little pricey, but not pricey for what it can well, do for the people. Price is coming down, and um, well, maybe I'll just tell you about our New Year's ride. We took everybody in the Kona shop out on the Levos. That's we we have some Ramajan demo said. some demo Levos. Uh-huh. We have four demo Levos. You tell our listeners and, um, what the Levos the all Levo about. The Levo is a is a bicycle with a pedal assist motor. So if you give power to the system, it gives you the equal amount of power back. So it's you times two riding this bike. So it makes going up hills really easy. Going down hills, it doesn't work. So it's just like being on a regular mountain bike. And um, it's just a lot of fun. And um, it, it's in Europe, I guess, there's a statistics that says uh, one out of every six bikes is an electric bike now. So it's something that's growing in the marketplace. And um, it's so fun to ride. It's just amazing and what a great equalizer for exactly fathers and sons and mothers and daughters and mothers and sons right (laughs) so so we were we're out there you know i was the oldest guy of 50 some odd years and we had all these like 20 and 30 year old guys and um we met a customer out there on the trail thanks james and um and uh he's like hey why don't you join us and he's like oh no i'll never be able to ride with you guys I was like, you look, you're on the Levo. So you put yours on full power, we'll put ours on half power. And, and he was 70-some-odd years old, and he was able to ride with us. And actually was not in the at the end of the line either. He was, like, yeah. in the middle of the pack and having a blast. So it is a great equalizer. And um, I, I rode this hill that I would have never, ever been able to ride on my regular mountain bike. You know, it was super-duper hard on the Levo. So, I mean, it's probably... Uh, 35% grade maybe uh-huh. <laughs> like, it was amazing like holy crap I made that but I mean me and the Levo made that it was like, whatever so it, it's super fun it's going to extend everybody's and, uh, riding years yes. is what I yeah. like you know yeah. and uh, yeah. I just I've had visions of it as I see you post pictures of people on it right. having ridden it that one afternoon that you told me give it Around a try lava, right. I have visions of some of the rides so, I could probably make yeah so we're going to do another um, Levo demo ride that's open to the public. Uh-huh. So if, if you Facebook friend the bike shop, we'll have that posted. And okay. um, it's just amazing how fun it is. And you, you'll, you'll still get a good workout. And as good as, if not better, actually, because you just try harder things than you would. Yeah, that's what I noticed. But um, you'll still get a really good workout in. 
but for the same amount of effort you'll go like twice as far and it's just like twice as fun so it's yeah, pretty very cool. cool. So yeah. like, speaking of the Facebook pages, you know, you got a Facebook page for each store, Bike Works Beach and Sport, yeah. uh, Kona Bike Works, yeah. and uh, Kona Beach and Sport. So it's pretty neat. You guys yeah. and people, a lot of people post things, and, and that's really neat. I mean, the cycling community is huge, and it's uh, a tight community, whether it's road bikes or mountain bikes or, or whatever. But coming up is uh, Lava Man and, and Bike Works Beach and Sport. You're so involved in Lava Man, as you are in every triathlon. You do a lot of the bike support Right, the tech support right. and everything, but um, coming up, Lava Man is not that far away. It's uh, April first, I believe it is, and March thirty first right. is yeah. the Sunset Run that yep. you started five, what, six years ago, at least, I yeah. think. And when you opened Since the store seven here, years ago, yeah. and uh, could it be yeah. already? <laughs> yeah. And a fundraiser for Path, People's Advocacy for Trails Hawaii. We talked with Tina Clothier last week. Had a you know really nice conversation, getting into the history of it and all the, all the bike works is doing with the trail cutting. Yeah, up in Coloco, and and uh, I don't know Vivo. if you saw it, but she gave you <laughs> you a lot of uh, uh, accolades for getting the Queen's Lay. You know, getting some conversation going yeah. with the county in that regard. But uh, so there's a little in a little bit of info to the yeah, mayor and, and took it the next and step and got it. everybody yeah. together yeah. so uh, the sunset run it's a March a Friday evening March 31st it's the Friday night of the Lava Man Waikoloa uh, athletes from all over the country and across the world you know international yeah. too yeah, but a that's really a great event really for the whole family yeah if you're racing you can do it easy and not tax yourself for the next day if you're not racing but your spouse is and you want to have some fun, you can race the day before, Lava Man. And um, it's right at sunset. It's a beautiful time to run, nice and cool. And um, it's just a neat little course. It's mostly pavement, but there is a little bit of right out here, scramble right through the resort. lava. Yeah, uh-huh. and um, so it's just, just the, everything changes so fast that it's, it just goes by really quick. And so just to mention really cool. everybody, if you've never run an event, you know, these are walk or run. Correct. And this is a great first-time event, too, whether you've it got really a young is. family There's member and let them walk with you. Or a lot of people out there who do it for the first time just walking, a lot of little kids. Um, one little warning, you probably don't want to bring a baby stroller because there is, like, a quarter mile yeah. through a lava field. And if you want to carry your baby stroller through the lava field, bring it. Otherwise, not a good race for a baby stroller. But um, other than that, it's an awesome first-time run. So for Friday, anybody. March run 31st, more. people have got time if they want to get out and train a little bit before it. But at the same time, you know, start planning. That's yeah. a great weekend. The Lava Kids event is the next day on Saturday right. to get your kids involved in the event over at the Hilton. Yeah. And uh, it's just a wonderful weekend for first-timers of, of everything. A lot of yeah. first-timers doing their, the Lava Man Waikoloa on the Sunday right, right. of April 1st. So. Yeah. Um, um, or yeah, it's, a, it's if you are a first timer, um, Bike Works and a friend of mine, Matthias, uh, we're going to offer a first timer coaching service. Um, guy coaches anybody from pro triathletes to beginners, so we're kind of gearing it towards people who want to have never done it before, okay, and then people who want to improve their times. So, um so it's roughly, I don't really know the numbers, it's not quite settled yet, but roughly for 100 bucks, they'll guarantee you finish Lava Man and have a good time. Oh, for the Lava Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So if okay. you're not, if you're kind of, you signed up and you're just like, holy crap, where, where do, do I, I start? Do? <laughs> Excuse my French there. But um, where do I start? This guy has all the information and um, he'll get you going. And we have a neat tie-in with the shop. You get discounts in the store. Great. And where was, is that on the Facebook so for the Kona Bike Works? That is, we're just almost ready to Kona? launch it. But okay. it, it'll start in uh, February 1st. Okay. So we're going to launch it here in a, in a week or so. Okay, so, so. people will be on the alert. So we'll, yeah. we'll mention yeah. that. I'll look, yeah. look for yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. it's Grant Miller. We're talking with uh, the owner along with his wife, Janet Higa Miller, of uh, Bike Works Beach and Sport, Kona Bike Works. And uh, what is, what's the last one? Kona Beach and Sports. Did yeah. you say okay. that? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Put thousands of cyclists out on the road. Right. And uh, so that's it. I, I caught you on okay. the day you were in yep. here. All right. And I, I just wanted to do or that. Five minutes and start talking up. about the, okay. the Lava Man and get yeah. more people. Because it Perfect. is. A, and just watching it grow over the years has been fantastic. Yeah. You know. It's always amazing how, uh, off the air here, it's always amazing how, like, oh, yeah, once we start talking, 
Yeah, how fast it's the time like, goes. Well, how fast time goes in like all these little things that are going on. Yeah. So yeah. Well, the nice thing about it, and you won't you say it, but I'll tell you. Obviously, delete that wherever you want. Right? That's right here. Yeah. We're still talking okay. because a lot of those things are going on. You yeah. and Janet have been behind them, and you've got people to pick up on them. You know, like right. Ellie, who works with you, yeah. is so involved with Lava Kids, and and Rich oh, Bell is so involved good. with Hawaii Cycling, right. and uh, Hawaii Rich, cycling. your new manager, and the so Hawaii uh, Cycling. Well, yeah. Century Ride's coming yeah. up, too. So, and that that's a fundraiser usually for one of the hospice. Yeah. Rich was one of the yeah. originators yeah. of that. So yeah. lots, and so Bike Works, hey, lots thanks to Bike Works for a lot of things they've gotten going. Right. Thank okay. you, Emily. Okay, Grant, thanks. take care. Aloha. Right. Aloha. So that was, it's always fun to talk with Grant. He's He just had a great marathon. He did the Honolulu Marathon. He's probably in some of the best shape he's been in, in his life. <laughs> He's really working at it and doing a great job with the, the store, spreading a lot of aloha and his staff. And and what I love is how he takes on the the young people and lets them learn how to do retail and also learn all about bikes. So it's pretty cool. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. Well, now I am in Waikoloa Village, and I'm down at, uh, I think it's Quarry Road. And it's uh, it's just as you come in off of Waikoloa Road before you really get into Waikoloa Village. And I'm I'm down here specifically to meet Jen Lawson. And Jen is the director of the Waikoloa Dry Forest. And Jen, thanks for meeting me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, I, I talk about Waikoloa Dry Forest a lot when I'm taking my runs and post pictures from, from my runs. And I always get a great response. But coming up at the end of this month on Saturday, January 28th, is the Willy Willy Festival. It's just such a, a wonderful festival. But more than that is what the Waikoloa Dry Forest Initiative does all year round. So, Jen, we're going to catch up with some things uh, that Jen's been doing. She was up up in the fields all day we've been uh, texting back and forth in order to, to meet so we can do this catch up so so Jen first of all uh, talk about what the Waikoloa Dry Forest Initiative is and uh, we've got into the festival coming up uh, Saturday January 28th yeah um, the Waikoloa Dry Forest Initiative is a nonprofit organization we're five years old we made five years this year so we're pretty proud of that um, we were started by a group of people that live in Waikoloa village that really love the wheelie wheelie trees and wanted to protect them and preserve them and eventually wanted to restore a larger piece of property here in Waikoloa village so now we have the Waikoloa dry forest preserve which is 275 acres of lowland dry forest and that's one of the rarest forest types um, it's globally recognized as a very rare ecosystem, and we happen to have a little bit of that left here in Waikoloa Village. So we think that's really special. So we're working to protect that and restore that. We do that by managing weeds and other threats and also planting trees. And something that's always been really important to us as a group is community involvement. We really think that the community, once they see this place, once they connect with this place, they're going to want to be a part of it, and we need that for long-term sustainability of our efforts. So we try to involve the community in as many things as we can. We have volunteer days, we do tours, um, we have kids groups, field trips coming out all the time, and once a year we put on this big event, the Wheelie Wheelie Festival, which is sort of our way of giving back to our immediate community and also inviting a broader community to come and see what we have here in Waikoloa Village. Well, you know, you say five years. I think it was just about them when I got acquainted with you. You were a volunteer at the time. And Beverly uh, uh, Brand uh, introduced me to you, and we did a show. And I cannot believe, because I've watched so closely for five years, and we've done shows together, and how much you've done. I mean, when people start getting tapped into it and see, and, of course, I run up in this area all the time, so I'm watching your progress right down to the 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 access into the wide <laughs> forest, you know, what you've done in that regards but the I went ran up there the other day and the willy willy tree was just in bloom not bloom but the the foliage on the tree and you see the seasons and tell our listeners what willy willy trees are because I had no clue till I met you and learned about them yeah I'm sure you see this really big seasonal variation as you're running up here all throughout the year but the willy willy trees are particular to the Hawaiian Islands they're a lowland dry forest species. That means that they like to live in the low, dry areas of all of our islands. These trees are summer deciduous, so they'll drop their leaves in the summer and go through this period of dormancy. And if you're familiar with the Waikoloa area, you'll see these orange trees that almost look like they've died out in the landscape. And those are the wheelie wheelie. And with 
rainfall like we've had a lot of thankfully recently these trees will put back on all their leaves and they really transform and right now like you mentioned they have this really dark green canopy and they're looking really great they're very happy with all this rain and um, something really cool about having the festival this year in January we typically will have it in September to try to coordinate the festival with the flowering time since we're doing it in January, people who visit the preserve during one of our tours will actually get to see the preserve in this green winter phase that is not, it's very, very different than what you would see in the summertime. Yeah, I was quite surprised the other day when I was like, oh, wow, a different season, you know, different look on the tree. How far up is the actual preserve, the 265 acres, or where you have the uh, fenced-in areas to protect from uh, goats and other other. Uh, People, other animals that like those to eat yeah. the foliage. Mo- mostly goats, and we also do a lot of wildfire protection out here too. But the preserve is just about a half a mile off of Waikoloa Road on Quarry Road, as you mentioned. We're not always open to the public, but we do try to get people out there as much as possible. So we're offering seven tours during the festival. We will provide um, transportation. And as you mentioned, we have a much nicer access road now, so that should make the journey out there a little bit more enjoyable. And that's why I wanted to mention it, because most people would never get up in that area, because I've never seen anybody when I run up there. You know, it's, it's just me and the goats, and so it's a wonderful opportunity. It's Saturday, January 28th, and uh, it's at the Waikoloa Staples, which is just past Paniolo Drive as you're going into Waikoloa Village. It's a, it's a wonderful facility, and it's so great to see it utilized so often now and you've also got the thrift shop there is that what the the name of it is the donkey emporium the dusty Dusty donkey the dusty donkey emporium yeah we've been open now since august Um, the thrift shop supports our work in the in the dry forest it's run by volunteers and all donations Um, so the dusty donkey is open three days a week tuesday thursday and saturday and that's just one more way that you can support our work in the dry forest well speaking of volunteer hours i mean you said i think i saw one of your newsletters that uh, just since uh, the beginning of uh, in 2016, 2,000 volunteer hours and people collecting seeds, managing the weeds, planting the trees, and and uh, the dusty the the dusty donkey emporium and all the volunteers are a big part of that. Yeah, volunteers are a big part of everything that we do. We're a super small staff. There's two full-time staff now, which is a big deal for us. Um, but still, we're a very small group with pretty ambitious goals and a lot of responsibility out in the forest. So volunteers. Uh, are a huge part and a huge help to our efforts and we're really grateful for all of them and like you said we have all of these new volunteers this new batch of volunteers that doesn't necessarily want to come out in the blazing sun and plant trees working at the dusty donkey to support us that way and you know the uh i was taking a run a couple weeks ago and you came down and you had uh, your new staff member rob with you mm-hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about rob i'll catch up with rob in the next week or two but um you seem so excited about having <laughs> another staff member yeah and he was excited about finding work in his field here on the Big Island. Yeah, Rob Yagi is our new preserve manager. We've known each other for a long time. We've worked together in the past. He's a great botanist and um, just a really great person to have around. He has the the passion and the enthusiasm for what we do, which frankly you need in this environment sometimes. In those long summers, you really need to have a positive attitude and Rob is on board now. He's been with us full-time since August and he's been able to accomplish so much in the preserve and has added so much to our team. We're really grateful to have him. So Saturday, January 28th, it's a great chance to get educated about the Waikoloa Dry Forest, find out about volunteer opportunities. Um, let's see, what is the mission again? It's uh, Jen Lawson we're talking with, who's the director of Waikoloa Dry Forest. And let's just spell out that mission again, because I've learned so much by following your efforts. Our mission is to preserve, protect, and restore a native Hawaiian dryland forest through land management, outreach, and education. So the Wheelie Wheelie Festival is one of the ways that we accomplish our mission, and we hope that it's an enjoyable thing for our community. And people can go to your website. It's a really good website. I just went through it again before I walk across the street here, coming across the street, because I live across the street. And um, so many ways, you can sign up for the mail list, for one thing. You do a nice job of sending out communication. But you have all kinds of different uh, things that people can do. They can, uh, different ways that they can support and um, levels, tier levels for donating and kind of fit what people enjoy, even adopting a tree. But let's talk about some of those. Friends of the Forest, Willy Willy Circle, 
the Nahoa. Yeah, the Nahoa o Waikoloa, the Friends of Waikoloa. So as a nonprofit, fundraising is a part of our, our life. It's something that we need to do. And our community has really embraced our project. And we have been successful in raising the funds that we need from our community so that we don't have to rely on grants as heavily. And moving into the future, we'd like to see a project that is more fully supported by our community. So there's lots of ways to give, and most of our donors are small donors, and they really do add up. They pay our salaries, and all of our programs helps us keep them free. So if you'd like to donate to the Waikoloa Dry Forest Initiative, you can do that in a number of ways. They're all spelled out on our website. Um, you can adopt a tree, and we'll plant it for you. A legacy wheelie wheelie tree is a popular gift and a fun thing to do. And there's another way that you can um, support us this year in tandem with the Wheelie Wheelie Festival. We're going to be having an art sale the evening before the festival on Friday, January 27th, and we're going to be featuring some fine art from artists who have supported us for a long time and really are deserving of their own show to, to show their work and show their passion for what we do in conservation here in Hawaii. I just picked that up before I headed over here to meet you and saw that, and you've got Callie O'Neill who just, you know, one of my favorites. She did all the murals. I first met Callie 20 years ago or more when she did all the murals at, at the King Shops and uh, she's got her elephant uh, uh, yeah, project, Rama, Rama <laughs> and she paints down at the Four Seasons uh, Resort Hualalai and to see that she's involved and some of the others, I didn't jot down the names that are involved. Yeah, we're really excited to have the support of these amazing artists like Kelly O'Neill. She is so enthusiastic and so helpful. And her mission really is conservation through art, and we're really happy to have her. We also have support from Mag Barnaby, who's a really um, well-renowned printmaker. She focuses mostly on alala, but has been incorporating dry forest species into her work for a while. And also Andrea Pro, who's been a champion of our work for a long time, ever since we, we met her. She's really taken responsibility for this place and she comes to volunteer days, but also is trying to help further our mission and our message through her art. And that's on uh, Friday, January 27th. It's 5 to 7.30. What did I see? $30. I'm in poo-poos and entertainment. But what a beautiful time in the evening to be out at Waikoloa Stables. I mean, you're really out in a rural area. It's, it's going to be... Did you, do, you didn't do that last year. Nope. This, is, sure. this is our yeah. first time. Nice touch. We're really excited about it. I think it's going to be really fun. John Kiave is going to play. We're going to have a guest speaker, Dr. Jonathan Price from UH Hilo, who's going to talk about conservation sort of in the bigger picture and what we're doing here in Waikoloa how that fits into our community. And I see that you had on your website, you've got t-shirts now and a really neat ladies uh, tank top and uh, hats and the Adopted Tree is a nice program too. So lots of ways that we can support the Waikolo Dry Forest. We're talking with Jen Lawson, the executive director, and it's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. And let's see a couple other things that I made note of. Um, oh, you mentioned the Willy Willy Cycle. So summer, fall is when it's flowering. We're going to see it at a different time with the festival being January, Saturday, uh, January 28th. So full bloom. But if people don't really uh, think they know what a Willy Willy tree looks like, a good example would be right as you pass the Four Seasons Resort Hualalai on Queen Kahamanu Highway. That is a Willy Willy tree, right? Yes, And give it a is. little history because these forests used to be thick with Willy Willy trees. You taught me that, and I started <laughs> Googling and reading it and how the Hawaiians, how they use the Willy Willy tree. Yeah, many people don't realize that all of these grasslands, like surrounding here in Waikoloa Village, were actually forested, and not too long ago. So in these areas, historically, you would have had full canopies forest in some areas, and the Willy Willy tree would have been one of the dominant species in that forest. And Willy Willy trees are important to us now, and they've been important to people for a long time. They're a really useful uh, tree, and they tell us a lot about what else is going on on the island and in our oceans. Um, the Hawaiian people would use the wheelie wheelie wood for a variety of things, but because it's so light and porous, it made for really good floats. So anything that required flotation, so um, fishing floats or even surfboards and the ama on canoes were historically made from wheelie wheelie. That's the part that I remember, you know, being, other people have told me, I think uh, like uh, Earl Rigador down at the, at, uh, he's a cultural historian at, at Four Seasons, I asked him about that, you know, and telling these stories. When you learn about 
what these dry lands were at one time and the fact that you're restoring them. It must be so satisfying five years later what you've done. But what I think is so special is that you're in your field. You're working in the field that you loved and, and you were volunteering to, in order to be in that field. And give a little bit about your background. Yeah, my background is in botany. Um, I moved to Hawaii eight years ago to take a job in conservation where I worked with a lot of rare species. And I started looking into this project as a volunteer, like you said. I, I would come out here and check out this forest, and it was really my introduction to what the Wheelie Wheelie Forest may have looked like. And I really was inspired by the people who started this idea and this movement to restore a forest in their own community and also by the trees themselves they're just really amazing creatures out there in the dry forest and uh, I kind of got hooked I thought this is a doable project I really wanted to kind of marry the idea of community education and participation with conservation I think that's crucial for the health and future of our forests. And and Jen Larson, you know, what you've done, like, with the future foresters, the kids, I mean, I've been taking a run up, and you come down with a truckload <laughs> of kids that were up doing something, you know, with the project. So, and I think I sent you a note the other day about Sue McCord with the Lions Club wants to try to tie that in, some, do something with kids. I mean, it's a great way for other organizations to all interlink together, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, talk about the future foresters. Yeah, the future foresters have actually been around longer than WDFI, so that <laughs> it, that's how important we we feel um, educating our youth and giving them an opportunity to just be outside and explore and discover nature for themselves. So the future foresters program is now an after-school program. We meet twice a week, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and the kids are fourth and fifth graders from Waikoloa Elementary, and they come out and they learn in the forest preserve, and they have their own space that they take care of, and they really learn a lot just on their own and they have a very special relationship with each other and the forest. Yeah, the exuberance when I've seen them coming down from having spent a day up there and you've got them in the trucks and stuff is, is pretty special. They One other thing it. I saw on the website again it's Jen Larson, we're speaking with the Executive Director of the Waikolo Dry a forest initiative. They're having their Willy Willy Festival on Saturday, January 28th up at the Wyclo Stables, right in Wyclo Village. It's easy to find just past Paniolo Drive, which is our main drag in our village here. And on the Friday night uh, before, Friday, January 27th, art sale, entertainment, poo-poo's a chance to really get to know the people involved in uh, the Wyclo Drive Forest. It's a beautiful setting at the Wyclo Stables, particularly on an evening, mm -hmm. you know, under the stars and everything. That's 5 to 7.30. You can go on the Wyclo Drive dryforest.org mm -hmm. uh, website and you know pick up your tickets volunteer sign up for the newsletter something I saw on there that I was not familiar with a new kind of rare tree that you're kind of incorporating into your your yeah uh, so in addition preserving to preserving or restoring yeah in addition to Wheelie Wheelie there's a whole suite of dry forest natives that we work with and one of the most important trees to our forest is called uhi uhi and uhi uhi is a very rare plant it's estimated that there's only about 75 of them left in the wild and that's not just on the island that's anywhere there it used to be thick yeah i mean used to be a lot of them yeah it was a it was a really um prominent tree and we know that because people used it for everything the wood is uh, really strong and dense and it would have been used for all sorts of tools and weapons but also to build with because it's so strong so there's only about 75 of those left and over time we've lost a lot of our forests and these trees in particular have started to disappear but when this project started here in Waikoloa we found out that there are 13 of them still persisting here in Waikoloa Village so that became a really important tree for us to use in our restoration. We grow lots of them, we collect lots of seeds, and we plant them back out in the forest preserve. So now we see hundreds of uhi uhi trees in our forest preserve, and many of the ones that we planted just a few years ago are already producing seeds, which is encouraging for the survival of the species. And the ones that are in the village, are they where we can see them? Because there used to be willy willy trees that, you know, you would point out where we could see them driving down uh, Waikoloa Road. So are there any of those trees in a place where we would... The uhi uhi are all concentrated within and right around the forest preserve. So it's okay. part of the reason that we chose this area to, uh -huh. to set up our perimeter. So in looking ahead, that was something that you... Okay. Yeah, we really wanted to 
give it our best shot at preserving the highest quality things here first. We always think of the preserve as phase one of many, but it was important wow. to try to protect those endangered species in addition to the Willy yeah. Willy as much as we can. So uh, Saturday, January 28th, the art show and entertainment and just uh, get to get know our community and the Wyclow Joy Forest Initiative community of people and volunteers is on Friday. Uh, January 27th, but the next day at Waikoloa Stables also is the Willy Willy Festival. You can sign up for tours. Should they sign up that day? or You can sign up the day of for most of the tours, but okay. we are offering two tours that begin before the main event at the Stables. That's at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock. We're going to be doing tours every hour on the hour. Because you're filled up every time as I recall. The tours are one of the most popular things about the festival and they're always booked. We've added as many as we can. We have support from Hawaii Forest and Trail and Hawaii outdoor guides this year. So we're that would gonna... be Rob Pacheco. Yeah, I'm and... so glad he's involved again. Well, yeah. he's involved in everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's, a, he's a great supporter of ours. And um, they'll be shuttling people back and forth. So we'll uh-huh. have seven tours all day. And we'll hope we can fit everybody who wants to go in. But if you want to guarantee your spot, you can sign up ahead of time by emailing us. Again, you can find our email and content information on our website and secure your spot for any one of the tours. The tours that are after 9 o'clock, you can sign up the day of. Again, those are on Saturday, January 28th at the Willy Willy Festival. Tours up to the Waikolo Dry Forest Initiative Preserve. See what they're doing. 265 acres of restoration, seeding, planting. It's pretty phenomenal. And uh, let's see, I recall Bike Works, Rich Bell from Bike Works and stuff, that if you ride your bike up to the to the festival, of course, Bike Works, they're involved in it. It's supportive of everything, too. But you get a T-shirt. Yes, ride your bike. <laughs> I've done that coming each year. <laughs> we, we will have T-shirts to give away to those who ride their bicycle to the event. We think that's a great way to get from your house in the village to the event. Um, we are also going to be giving away native plants. So the first 150 or so people that, come and would like a wheelie wheelie tree are going to be able to take one home for free oh, this year. I'm going to go line up because <laughs> one of the reasons I want native plants is that Linda Elliott from the um, Hawaii Wildlife uh, Center is always teaching me that don't use bird seed, use native plants for yeah. birds. You yeah. know, so I think that would be a good start for us, wouldn't it? To start, you know, picking up something that you're handing out. What else will be going on at the festival? Uh, we are going to have um, many people from all sorts of organizations that do great work in our community. Many of which are conservation groups that work on land and in the and in the ocean. So it's a really good opportunity for community members to get to engage the experts in their communities. Um, there's going to be a, a lot of booths with all sorts of vendors. We're going to have music all day from. 10 to 4 p.m. We'll, we'll be starting off in the morning with Happy Valentino and Mani. Boom Draw, the Kalapana Ava Band is oh, going to wow. play, okay. and um, our local Waikoloa village, Mikey Faya, is going to finish out the day. Uh-huh. All right. Sounds like a great day. It always is. It's a wonderful uh, event, and I just love that Waikoloa Stables is being utilized these days in such a, uh, a complimentary to what you're doing. You know, being outdoors and that whole setting is wonderful. We get that a lot. And I I think that the Waikoloa Stables, many people have really great memories of great parties and things happening there. And it went through kind of a period where nobody went there at all. So we are happy to be part of the revival of the Waikoloa Stables. It is a great venue. We're happy to have it in our community. Thoughts of anything we didn't cover that you want to mention? Okay, that's uh, Jen Lawson, Executive Director, Waikoloa Drive Force Initiative. Friday, January 27th is the art show and an evening at the Waikoloa Stables, just $30. Entertainment, get to know our Waikoloa Drive Force Initiative community of volunteers and supporters. And pick up some great artwork. If nothing else, see the great artwork of people that, that whose, whose themes are conservation and, and animals and just, just a wonderful... Um, display of of supporters and then saturday january 28th early in the morning till the afternoon the the willy willy festival and the tours everything we talked about ride your bike get a free shirt meet jan jan and her her associates and volunteers and beverly gosh beverly was one of the founders right yeah beverly brand started this whole thing off um she's a really impressive woman in many ways yeah what a giver is she (laughs) she is a busy lady who really has done a lot for her community and we're so grateful that 
that she stuck to it and figured out a way to do this because, you know, 12 years ago, there was nothing happening out here. And now we have this vibrant forest preserve with a whole community of people that come and support and connect in the forest. Yeah, and I'm so glad it's worked out for you to be able to stay and contribute your knowledge and, and experience and expertise and keep those visions going. It's amazing what you've done in five years. <laughs> I can't get over it. So again, Jen Lawson, it's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. You get the shows on Facebook and and iTunes, and uh, I, I put it out wherever we can. <laughs> and be sure to go to the WaikoloDryForest.org website. Sign up for their their uh, newsletter. Thanks, Jen. Thank you, Emily. Aloha. Well, I'd like to make mention that getting involved with a group like Waikolo Dry Forest is a wonderful way to get outdoors and moving and recreation and exercise without it being sort of the typical sports. But uh, so... I see a lot of people that, that engage in that manner, and that's why taking the tour during the um, Willy Willy Festival could really be enlightening for somebody to just see what it's like walking up in that area and being outdoors. Maybe you know somebody who's been wanting to get some exercise, and that would be a good start. And that also, I was thinking about that in regards to uh, the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai that is coming up. January 16th through the 21st. Just got the final press release from Kelly Fleer, the tournament manager, and made me think about that. Just what a wonderful experience it is to go out and follow the golfers or park yourself at the 18th Green or at the Spectator Village. But more than that, getting out and walking around. I've had friends tell me, wow, we had no idea that it could be so much fun. Um, walk a few holes, park yourself at one of the holes and watch. But just being out at the Four Seasons Resort, Hualalai, is a wonderful experience. And I was out there today and yesterday for the uh, Waimea Ocean Film Festival. It's just wonderful films. The, the surf films, everything has been fantastic. And some of them are just so exciting and others are like a little bit, oh my goodness, no. There was one last night on uh, called Age of Consequence on the climate change and plastic oceans you know about all the plastic that's just the the astounding what's happening all over the world with with plastics and but they're educational they're exciting everything but anyway i saw uh vj singh was out there today so he'll be playing in the mitsubishi electric championship at hualalai and and just a great lineup 51 players and uh, uh david toms this will be his first visit but some of my favorite, you know, Tom Watson, um, uh, Hale Irwin, he's been to every one of them. Uh, Lauren, Watt, uh, Lauren Roberts, uh, Duffy, Wardy, uh, War, Duffy Waldorf is the defending champion. And I should put my glasses on here. Um, Tom Kite, nice to see Tom Kite. He'll be coming back. I, um, I like people like that because they have caddies that come with them all the time. And... Um, Nice to see, like, Craig Stadler will be here. And who else? Uh, will Craig Stadler be here? Oh, let me look at the list here. Uh, Steve. Oh, maybe not. Um, I thought he was going to be one of the players. But let's see. Rocco Mediate, Colin Montgomery, uh, Jasper Par- Par- Parnovic, Tom Pernice. Just a great field. 21st year, and uh, we'll get with Kelly Fleer and some of the other people involved in the tournament. Brendan Moynihan, the who's the uh, runs the Hualalai Club or uh, the whole facility there with the uh, Jack Nicholas course. And uh, Brian Goyne will be here from the PGA Tour. He's executive management in charge of all the championship events. The players are all over at Kapalua. And then they go to the Sony Open, and there's there's people from uh, the Big Island trying to qualify over at the Sony Open. Uh, I saw Corey Gasuma, Nick Mason, uh, not from the Big Island, but he's won the state state uh, the Manalani Hawaii State Open a couple times, and also he went to University of Hawaii Hilo uh, that Kevin Ganosa and I talked about earlier in the show. So fun to watch all the players. This is quite a, a you know month of uh, the Aloha Swing Golf. Great to see Mark Rolfing being back and healthy. A year ago at this time, he was about to go for his final exam to see if he would be cancer-free, and he is, so that happy for him. Dave Meyer will be back. So anyway, that's on the 16th through the 21st, and um, 
Gosh, take a, plan on taking a junior out there because they are complimentary. But it's uh, you can get week tournaments or, or uh, passes or daily passes. And let's see where the where you get that. Uh, PGATour.com slash MEC. So that's for tickets or information. And see you out there. It'll be a wonderful, wonderful week. It always is. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPN, Hawaii.com. Also get the shows on Facebook and uh, iTunes free podcast. And um, let's see. Yeah, again, you can get it at ESPN, Hawaii.com under the lineup link as well. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And aloha.